In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake, because you do not know the day when your master is coming. You may be quite sure of this, that if the householder had known at what time of the night the burglar would come, he would have stayed awake and would not have allowed anyone to break through the wall of his house. Therefore you too must stand ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. What sort of servant, then, is faithful and wise enough for the master to place him over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Happy that servant if his master's arrival finds him at this employment. I tell you solemnly, he will place him over everything he owns. But as for the dishonest servant who says to himself, My master is taking his time and sets about beating his fellow servants, and eating and drinking with drunkards. His master will come on a day he does not expect and at an hour he does not know. The master will cut him off and send him to the same fate as the hypocrites, where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. There was a time when Malaysian politics would keep many awake every night. But after years of political upheaval, with the rise and fall of parties and leaders, the average Malaysian now suffers from a political stupor, a fatigue with regards to all the politicking that has wrecked our country for the past few decades, a sense of indifference to all the partisan squabbles we have been witnessing, a dark and cynical assessment that one party or politician is no different from the other. The parable of the faithful servant is therefore an important reminder to both politicians and citizens. Despite the widespread sense of utility that we are experiencing in politics, we must still hold our politicians to high standards of accountability, and that both leaders and citizens are called to exercise responsible stewardship in respect of their duties, obligations and rights. Accountability and stewardship are desperately needed virtues in our country and world today, and they are expected certainly of all public office holders. This is not the time to go to sleep, but to stay awake. Granted that staying awake can be exhausting, we need our rest. We need sleep. We need to regenerate. We have seasons of excitement and wholehearted devotion, and we have seasons when we fall asleep. But today our Lord issues the warning that we should stay awake or else suffer the dire consequences of our lack of vigilance. The same request from our Lord will be made on the night of his betrayal, on the eve of his crucifixion and death. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus was deep in prayer, anguished by the cup of suffering he was about to drink. He took his inner circle of disciples, Peter, James and John, with him and told them to remain here and watch. Then while the Lord was in agonizing prayer, his closest companions couldn't stay awake. Three times the Lord returned from paying, praying to find his disciples 
falling asleep. Three times the Lord said, stay awake. Three times the disciples fell asleep. One could only imagine the frustration and disappointment of the Lord. Of course, the Lord was talking about more than just avoiding falling asleep while praying. He was giving instruction about our spiritual readiness for his coming, and with his coming would be the judgment that all of us must face. With the repetitive command to stay awake, Jesus spoke to all his disciples throughout the ages about the need to remain alert. I think for us it can become easy to lose our spiritual edge and focus. It is easy to grow complacent, lazy and callous. It doesn't take much of a lapse in alertness to become desensitized to the spiritual reality upon us by the pseudo-comforting distractions around us, just like how many have grown indifferent to the political situation of our times. Staying awake spiritually involves looking past the clamor of worldly attractions. It's about perceiving the presence of the kingdom of heaven, growing up quietly and silently after the seeds have been scattered in the garden. It's about resisting the cultural malady of practical atheism, living as if God did not exist, or even if we were to accept that he did, it did not matter in our lives. The question left to consider is, how can we stay awake? First, we need to take the words of Christ seriously, that he is returning. Many don't believe in a parousia, in the return of the Lord, Many believe that this is a bogeyman invented by the church to scare its members into submission. To stay awake means to listen to the Lord and his warning and to take him seriously at his word. Second, the Apostle Paul tells us to pray without ceasing. This was the Lord's exhortation to his disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus tells us to watch and pray. If we are to stay awake in the midst of a world in in a spiritual stupor, then we need to be diligent in prayer. Third, staying awake means faithfulness and commitment to the task that has been placed before us. The second parable in today's gospel reminds us that readiness is measured by people diligently doing their job. So listening, praying, and remaining faithful won't tell us when Jesus is coming again, but they will get us ready to receive and receive him when he comes. For those who are asleep, he comes as a judge. And if you're asleep or falling asleep or peaceful and secure in your faith life, well, it's time to wake up and come alive. Because what the church needs are not people who are sleeping on the job, but those who are alive and kicking, ever ready to preach the gospel of Christ to the testimony of their words and actions. On this day when we remember our nation's independence, let us Christians be the salt and light for our fellow countrymen and the world as we rise to the occasion and be examples of accountability and good stewardship. For how can we hold our leaders accountable for their stewardship of power and governance when we excuse ourselves from a similar responsibility? So time to stay awake. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.